and welcome back to Easy Money Fantasy. It's your host, Romeo, and your boy Slum is with me as well. Um, today, we're going to do a bit of buy lows. Um, it's week three now of fantasy. Hopefully, you won your first two weeks. I know I did. Um, and yeah, Slum? I haven't won my first uh, two weeks and kind of struggling here to hopefully catch back up to 500. And I got a tough task in facing. Uh, Romeo this week, <laughs> so yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, I can win my th- this week, and if not, we <laughs> start the week. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, so we're gonna do some buy lows. So yeah. I think the big obvious buy low for me right now is Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's a super easy one. Um, I'm sure lots of managers won't really part ways with him for less because they probably blew their second round, third round pick on this guy. But right now, he's his offense is looking like shit, shooting 34%. His free throws are looking pretty bad, 62%. Uh, he's not hitting threes at a high clip like last season. Points are low, but the rebounding is still there. I think the steals are up, but the blocks are down. So... I think the buy low, I think he's someone who will actually recover and just take some time, probably like a slow starter type of guy. Yeah, he was on my list as well. Uh, I think yeah, he's definitely an obvious buy low for sure. I mean, he got drafted super high this year based off, he kind of, he broke out last year. And I think a lot of people expected him to do the same, me included. Um, I was pretty high on him myself, but. Yeah, he just hasn't been producing fantasy-wise so far this year. Uh, if you can snag him, ah man, if you can like, it's, I think it's just it's just so tough to like give a fair offer that's kind of at his value today because no one's gonna take it, but you don't yeah. want to overpay too. Yeah, if you can give him two pieces of like, I don't know, like a because yeah, there's always the worry that he doesn't perform like he keeps the same trend up which i don't think will happen but there's always that possibility and then you give up two big pieces or a big piece in hopes that he does return to that value uh you know if you can throw out like a hayward and a bogdanovich or something like that yeah it's a steal either way but i don't know i wouldn't be offering too too much good value yeah, in my league, I tried to offer Jared Allen straight up. I got a huge rejection, so <laughs> that's my attempt. Uh, maybe I throw one more piece in there, and hopefully he bites. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he will, but <laughs> I was trying to. Off- I was making the the guy offers too. I think I threw. Uh, who did I throw in there? Let's see. It was two like middle round pieces. I think it was like a Nurkic and like a end of the a, sh- a shooter than a shooter. But yeah, I got. That's actually a way better offer than mine, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I yeah. got rejected as well. So you can kind of gauge like that he isn't undervaluing him yet, but maybe he will be panicking in the future. I think it's also tough. When people drop them high, 
and they don't want to lose their basically like second round pick, their round pick for something lower. Yeah, which is in everyone's head. Like, yeah, they don't want to look like a fool after either. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to trade with some people. Like I have, we have a guy in our league. Uh, tried to offer him trades, but then he completely refuses. He basically told me like, if I'm offering my second round, you have to offer your second round. I'm like, okay, this, it's not going to work that way, right? <laughs> yeah, as soon as the draft is done, it's like that's it. Like that value is out the window. It's now however you're producing for the rest of the season. I like to view it as but that's exactly how i do it too it's just what you need for your team it's not how it should be obviously don't give up like dirt value for like a category but you know if sometimes you gotta drop your valuation just a little bit you know everyone loves their players a little bit more and uh it's just like impossible to get deals done if you're gonna do like same round deals right yeah who's uh who's your next by low romeo so the buy low that I had was uh, Devin Booker. Um, he was drafted hmm, quite early. Um, I think, yeah, let's see where he was drafted at. Anyways, um, yeah, he's not doing terrible, but he is the 78th ranked player right now. Uh, which Second is round in our league. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I've sent out some offers for him as well, uh, hmm. but there, this might be what Devin Booker is. I don't know if he's necessarily a buy low right now. Like, unless CP3 goes down, these stats might kind of stay around this level. But you know, there's always if you can trade someone that's around rank 78th right now for him, like a let's see who's around, like a Chris Duarte, if you can, like or RJ Bennett. Uh, Barrett, uh, you know, you're definitely winning that trade because there is still the potential that Devin Booker puts up better stats than this. So I'm kind of scared for Devin Booker, to be honest. I think this is just kind of what he's going to be from now on. I don't think he's going to become a second first rounder. A second rounder? No, I don't even think he's going to be a first, second, or even third round type of player anymore to be honest uh, he doesn't like, he doesn't stick out anywhere he's not going to win you a category by himself he's basically threes points and he'll chip in some assists every now and don't uh, every now and then um, but it is mostly in CP3's hands and he's not great defensively yeah it's, he's looking honestly like a fourth fifth round player like forever if cp3 is there mm-hmm. don't see him recovering back to that especially last season first rounder status yeah that's kind of crazy i definitely think the efficiency can come up a bit um yeah the turnovers he's, he's had some pretty bad turnover nights so far this year and his field goal percentage is down off of uh last year so that can come up even the points are down a bit too but yeah, I agree. Uh, the assists probably aren't going to come back up to those crazy numbers that they were at before CP3. Although he did have an 8-assist game and a 9-assist game back-to-back um, last week. so Probably but not yeah, going to happen again. Fantasy-wise, yeah, his value takes a huge hit while CP3 is there. But... So in one of the other leagues, I guess the option league, I did 
prayed for him at the advice of my co-host, and I'm kind of really regretting it at this point. <laughs> well, I gave up Jonas Valanciunas and Buddy Hield, and if you look at both of them, they are killing it. Yeah, uh, Valanciunas is like a first rounder right now, <laughs> especially with the the news of Zion knocking back for at least another two, three weeks. This yeah, season. that hurts. Oh man, I should have kept yeah, Jonas. But we got to be honest here. Um, what's his value going to look like when Zion's back? Will it kill him though? Like, even if he cuts his rebounds in half right now, he's still at like eight or seven. I don't know. His, his touches will come way down too. But the question is, will Zion ever really be fully back? Yeah, that's that's a big if too. Because I I think I would rather take. Uh, Jonas, knowing that, you know, there's always a chance for Zion to be arrested back to backs, um, getting hurt again down the stretch. But Jonas looking way too good right now. Like, way yeah. too good. I, like, I'm looking at the numbers and I really shouldn't have taken advice. I, I wasn't initially going to do the trade. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right that uh, Zion will be coming back. Jonas has never looked like this before. Right? He looked good, don't get me wrong, like last season. He was decent. But he was still like a mid rounder. Now he's looking like a top, <laughs> top two round player. Yeah. Buddy Hield is cooking <laughs> right now, hitting yeah. like four, like what is it, four threes a game? <laughs> yeah, that's double, basically double what Booker is offering me at a better clip. Yeah, it's never been like this. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I really thought um, I don't know, Valchunas is operating at an insane level. I thought you were getting it. And healed to me is, I don't know, like fringe top 100 normally. So I really didn't think you were losing much value, especially getting a guy like Devin Booker. But it, I think he should turn it around a bit. It is the first two weeks, so hopefully things mellow out. Because if Valentinus stays like this the whole season, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Brogdon is up there. There's no way he's well, Bro- Brogdon always kind of stays up there, though. He only drops because of injury. He doesn't really drop because of, uh, like... That's true. Because the way he plays. It's usually injury from that shuts him down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, moving on to my next buy low. It yeah. is the Aaron Fox. Ooh. He's not looking great right now. He's shooting 36% from the field, 63% from the free throw line, which is been seven numbers. Um, he's not hitting threes. And he's just not, I don't know, he's not scoring more than 20. And he's kind of looking like a slow start for him. I, I want to say he's, he's going to pick it up, but I think Foss has never really been super, like he wasn't, he's never a good free throw shooter as a point guard. His field goal wasn't like, yeah, his field goal is never, like, super impressive either. Um, and then now they added another guard. <laughs> and Luke Walton plans to do, like, four guard rotations. So, I don't know. Darren Fox not looking so hot right now. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, he's definitely a buy low. Um, if you can snag him for a lower guy, for I would for sure be aiming. I think Fox will turn this around. Uh, the same thing kind of happened last year where he turned it up near the end of the year. Um, I mean, he's not even hitting a three a game right now. Uh, his field goal is has to come up 
I mean, he's shooting 36% this year, and he's been, you know, if you look at his previous years, it's been 45, 48, 47. Uh, I think he's just in a really, he's just really cold. Just a bad, like, cold start the first, but yeah, I'd, I'd be aiming to steal, like, if you have a punt free throw team, and in most cases, you do have to punt free throws with him. I tried to do it last year and not punt free throws, and he killed, like, he killed me. Um, so, yeah, definitely keep that in mind. His free throws are always bad. Um, oh, and they're even extra bad this year. But, yeah, the assists are down, too. Like, he's definitely a buy low. Uh, I'd definitely be trying to trade for him. If you can get some, if you can trade, like, good and get good value out of it, for sure. Uh, who are some guys that I would be trading for him right now? It's hard to say. You think you would, uh, you think he's like one of those guys that comes back? Well, I guess so, right? Because that's why we're buying low on them. Yeah, I definitely think he's going to turn this around. He has a tendency to start low or start slow. So. And at the end of last year, he was just on fire. Interesting. I like, I like Fox a lot. And I think he is. Yeah, he's. Good for assists and steals, but he's not. He's kind of like uh, not your modern day point guard. Not yeah. not great free throw, catch three threes. Yeah, it's, that's uh, it's a weird one. Thing with him, and that's always kind of been the thing with him. So, uh, for him, yeah, ooh. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't even trade for him just because I know he's going to destroy my free throws and I need them, but an idea of, like, who I would be offering, I mean, obviously, a Dennis Schroeder would be, like, a steal. Like, I would even trade Kemba Walker. Like, Kemba Walker's performing really well right now. I'd, I'd be looking to trade, like, a Kemba Walker for him. Um, but, yeah, it's up to your league. And, you know, if the guy, if your league manager, you think he's giving up on Fox, I'd Try and snag him for something cheap, for sure. Um, yeah. My next buy low that I have on my list here is... He's kind of like... I'm a little scared, but... It's Przingis, Chris Stapps. Uh He's outside the top 150 right now. Mostly because he's been hurt for the past four games. Well, hurt in quotations because apparently he might not actually be hurt and they're just sitting him until they can trade him. Uh, that's just a rumor, obviously. But <laughs> That's a big rumor. Yeah, it's a it's a big if. It, 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 it's kind of a conspiracy and, you know, it may be completely untrue. Uh, it's just, that's what they did with Dennis Smith Jr. in the past is uh, they kept not playing him and saying that he's hurt, but they're just waiting to trade him. So that's just take that with a grain of salt. Of course, um, he might be back in the next week or so. But it is a little weird that this lower back tightness came out of nowhere, and we're not getting a whole lot of information on it on how long he's going to be out. So yeah, I think. What do you think? Do you think he's a buy low? Yes. Um, he's definitely a buy low because of his injury concern, which is already flaring up like two weeks into the season. Uh, he hasn't looked really good so far. 
And this uh, this news of him being uh, on the chopping block, well, it doesn't surprise me, but the fact that you think that they're sitting him because of the trade, that's, uh, that's, a, that's the first time I'm hearing it. So I'm like kind of taken aback by that. It does... It does make sense if you're if they're like in talks with somebody, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of shocked by that. Uh, I don't know if I should believe you. I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe you 100% that they're gonna trade him. Maybe they are looking, but maybe this is also a legit concern. But it has been what like four games already of back tightness. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know if I believe these getting traded either it's but <laughs> it's interesting to think about yeah he he's definitely a buy low i think when healthy he'll give you some mid-round value at this point yeah he'll, he'll be like what points threes rebounds and blocks type of guy which he kind of always is um, i don't know it's what he's just like he plays like a shooting guard, which I think is kind of weird, like for his fit with um, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Luca. <laughs> it's like having three guards out there because Porzingis just camps the three point line, or he just camps the mid ranger and shoots. He doesn't really play like a big. Not like how he used to, anyways. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I can see the buy low for sure. Like he's definitely underperforming at this point. He'll be okay. Uh, when he comes back, if he comes back, and he'll be a mid-round producer for sure, for sure. Hmm. Do, do you like his fit on Dallas? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've heard that he's been complaining about his role there. I feel like he he feels like he doesn't get enough touches. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Who would you be offering? him in fantasy wise okay just looking at my own roster I would offer him or well, this is also some needs I'd probably offer him Jared Allen which I think is pretty fair at this time uh, Jared Allen maybe uh you know, like a Jordan Clarkson, maybe if mm-hmm. they're interested. But I feel like they're not going to take that. Just it's just hard to offer something for him because he's so injury prone. Like you know, he's going to get injured. But he is he's solid when he plays. That's that's the only thing. Like um, D'Angelo Russell, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like who who would you offer for this for uh, Porzingis? Yeah, Persingas is a tough one. Um, he definitely has like a certain fit to him, where he has like bad field goal percentage, but he gets blocks. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think if I would offer like Wendell a Wendell Carter Jr. for him, but I don't even know if I'd like. I don't know if I'd want to do that right now. Ooh, I don't know. Probably offer me. Wait till we get to that. Uh, yeah. Wait till we get to the sell high list. <laughs> Larry Marketing, maybe. I don't know. Tough. I think those are both pretty fair trades. I think. I think you could offer it. I feel like the owner won't 
take it, but it is pretty fair at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking Laurie Markkinen, maybe, but even then, I don't know. If I... <laughs> yeah, I'd probably offer Laurie Markkinen. I'd do Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. If, if I'm willing to give up Jared Allen, I'm sure you're willing to give up Laurie Markkinen. <laughs> yeah. Who's got COVID, by the way? Yeah, COVID, man. It's a good thing we got our IR+. plus. <laughs> Mine already failed before the season started. Yeah, that uh, that might be it. Yeah, we'll do sell highs or next episode. That's right. We're gonna do the uh, sell high next episode. I think there's some juicy ones on there. Hopefully, they keep up their performance until our next episode, which could be a couple days, anyways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> couple sell highs on my team that I need to dish out before uh, they cool off here. <laughs> I gotta keep my lead. Cool. Right, thanks everyone for listening and uh, check us out at Easy Money Fantasy. We'll come back for the next episode soon. Yeah, have a good one.